you're, you know, you're a six. <laughs> I do what I <laughs> let's let's call it what it is. You're a six. All right, whatever. Go to hell. Welcome to the S3 Magazine podcast. I'm going to introduce it tonight. I'm Wooly. Uh, the guy with the legalize it shirt on is uh, Mike Sanders. Um, and we're here to talk to you guys tonight about the EPA and what a wonderful organization that is. Uh, I'm going to do what you always do and just kind of throw it to you, Mike. Do you want to introduce us into this? Thing? Sure, sure, I will. The EPA, wow, what a bunch of uh, fine, upstanding gentlemen they are. I hate the EPA. Um, I used to respect the agency and understand that they, they did do some good. And now they're just power hungry assholes and I kind of hate them. So let's talk about what we basically found out late last week, but actually happened earlier this year. And that's essentially that um, the EPA has come in and essentially made a sweetheart deal with eBay Motors to stop them from selling any type of automotive parts that are considered uh, defeat devices. So what are those? That's basically going to be any type of tuner, standalone ECU, uh, certain exhausts, O2 bypass, throttle response uh, controllers, stuff like that. Just just anything that's going to adjust how the car, you know, experses. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's the wrong word. Whatever. (laughs) So, yeah. So so they're coming in and they're kind of doing this stuff kind of mafia style, kind of coming in the back door and just making little sweetheart deals and tumbling dominoes here. And they're they're playing a game of chess that I'm afraid that our industry isn't willing to and can't afford to play. That's the part that really, really concerns me because this is a pretty big, massive play. I mean, just think about the reach, the sales power that someone, that, that a company like eBay has. And now the fact that they just flat out are not supposed to be selling this stuff anymore. But the funny thing about that is, at least from what I've been seeing on eBay, they are still selling it. You looked at it too, right? Yeah. So like I wrote, I wrote an article about this. Um, it was kind of the premise for what we're talking about. And I actually wrote it a couple days ago. And then I paused on it because I started doing some research and I was like, well, I'm not having really any trouble at all finding what they would call uh, emissions defeat devices. You know, people are on there selling full standalones for Vipers and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, uh, so what the hell is actually going on here? You know what I mean? Um, and, and we touch on that in, in this article I think it's basically, okay, so what happened was when I started seeing this stuff, I reached out to just eBay in general, like their their media slash press. You know, we, we did a little bit of research and found it, and they gave me the same kind of canned legal bullshit statement that they gave Road and Track, and I can read it here. I don't really know if there's a point in reading it because it's, you know, it's just kind of mumbo jumbo but um basically let me see if you want me to read it oh you got it oh here i got ebay prohibits the sale of items that bypass defeat or render inoperative emissions control systems under the defeat device policy in the epa enforcement alert 
The defeat device policy is just a legal statement from eBay that says, hey, you can't sell anything that, that could be used to you know, alter the car, defeat emissions or change emissions or anything like that. So essentially what it seems like, I don't know if you guys remember back in the day, everything used to have a little asterisk that said for off-road use only. And that was enough to pass for like decades. We all just went, yep, off-road use only. And that was all we needed. Well, now the EPA is like, you know, being a big pain in the ass. And what? Full timeout. So I posted a video about this earlier today. And I say that knowing exactly what it means. And now that I've gotten a bunch of comments, I realize that not everybody knows what that was. So whenever you would buy some sort of part, an exhaust system or whatever, it would always say on it, for off-road use only as a disclaimer. And that was basically the manufacturer's get out of jail free card. Because whenever you got busted with it on the road, you know, and they were like, oh, that part's illegal. Instead of going back to the manufacturer, the manufacturer would just go, oh my God, you weren't supposed to do that. And it was their way of basically just washing their hands of the whole situation. Okay, yeah. moving on. <laughs> well, a great example for that back in like, in, in the heyday was like the clear taillights. They were all, for off-road use only. And off-road does not mean literally off-road. It just means not for street use. And you bought it fully knowing that you're going to put it on your street car. And they fully knew that too. And that's what makes America work. And we all just did the little song and dance. And, and that passed for a long time. I think, I think what's happening with eBay is the same thing. They just had to kind of make a new and improved version um, I think that if you use the right keywords or maybe more accurately, don't use the wrong keywords, um, you can list stuff. You don't want to get on there and go, this is a catalyst exhaust, so you won't have to run a catalyst because that's, that's going to get flagged. But if you just kind of like say it's an exhaust for a Honda, you know, or whatever it is, that will probably go through as long as the buyer is taking responsibility and the seller is taking responsibility and, eBay can legally go, wasn't us, then I think that's kind of eBay's stance right now, even though they can't say that. I'll say it for them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's not the point. There's a couple more important points here. Um, one is that I guess the main point is that the EPA is completely out of control. Um, this is this is this is oppression. I, you know, I can sit here. Let me go through some of these notes just to kind of get us off on the same foot. But I just said, guys, the EPA has turned up the heat to intolerable here. Like they're not stopping. Um, it's gone way past the genuine concern for the planet. Uh, it's now about basically door kicking. Like they're kicking down doors. They're trying to control an industry. Uh, this is about submission. Like they're getting off on it now. It's an abuse, <clears throat> an abuse of power. Um, and I said, after all the dust is settled, don't be fooled. This is not about the environment. And and I said, <laughs> you repeat that to yourself as many times as necessary, because I think that we have to like start to shift a way that we think. I think when the EPA or when, you know, super activist type people start pointing fingers and saying we're bad for the environment, we tend to go on the defensive and say that, no, it's not, that's not the intent. And I think that that needs to kind of change. 
and it needs to be kind of a counterattack at this point because you guys need to to honestly like get it into your heads. This is not about the environment anymore. This is about control. This is about oppression. This is about obey or else. This is about politicians and their rich buddies taking over the transportation sector. When you is is since since the Civil War, since railroads, whoever has been in control of transportation has been very very rich. And it doesn't change with oil, and it's not going to change with EV. It's just a way for the politicians and their rich buddies to basically steal the wealth from other evil people. I'm not saying anybody's good here. It's just we went from evil, rich, greedy assholes to a new version of rich, greedy assholes that can make laws. Um, so that's what you guys need to realize. This is, like I said, it's about control, power, forced obedience. Um, controlling transportation is a huge part of it. And, and, and the EPA is literally calling this the National Compliance Initiative. <laughs> Compliance. They're saying you will comply. That's what this is about. Um, is there anything you want to add before I go to our next little... Uh, the name even sounds oppressive. <laughs> yeah. I think that people are going to look back on this in history at the fall of America and go, Jesus, what? I mean, they're not even hiding it at this point. By 2022, they're basically going, sit the fuck down. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 gotten bad, dude. Um, so I went on to say, you guys need to understand, it, it, it's not about the environment. I'll say that again. It's, it's about power and control. These niche modified vehicles... They are not the global cause of climate change. And don't let anybody make you think that they are, because that's not the fact. Um, you got to think, in a lot of cases, these are secondary cars. Uh, a secondary car makes absolutely zero emissions when it's sitting in your garage. An EV makes an absolute shit ton of carbon footprint before it sees its first mile before it ever gets delivered to the customer it has had a pretty devastating impact on the earth like literally the earth's crust and then you go and you plug it into a wall when you're not using it so it's still taking it's taking so the flip is these our cars you know internal combustion cars modified cars stuff like that they create emissions when they're being used an ev creates emissions when it's not being used and when it is being created you're not zero emissions Get that out of your head. Um, at best, this is a lateral move. Um, and it's not best. At best, best. one that you want to put all your eggs into that basket. Because uh, we don't know how that's going to go. At least with internal combustion, we know how it's played out. And we know that it's getting better and better. Um, let me see. Uh, okay, I, I was talking about the EVs. They take a, you know, a big old carbon footprint just to make them. But, uh, you know, the government's not pursuing that truth or that common sense because, again, it's not about the planet. This is flat out a witch hunt at this point. A witch hunt on who? Car enthusiasts. We're the next on the cancel culture chopping block. And it's happening because we, as car enthusiasts, are a voice of, like, information and knowledge and reasoning in the midst of a political EV agenda where they need mass ignorance in order to adapt this stuff over. We are the ones going, hey, that's wrong. Hey, that doesn't make sense. Hey, we don't want this. Hey, this car, you know, is numb or whatever the argument is, right? Like, we are a thorn in their ass. 
and and they they want us to stop. That's what this is about. They are trying to shut down the entire industry that has any voice that is is counter to what they're pushing. Yeah, absolutely. And and it just seems so I mean, I understand there's like a bigger plan at play here, but what they're doing is so dumb. You know, you hear so much talk amongst the administration when it comes to like job growth and stuff like that. You guys are literally talking about destroying two industries, the automotive industry, which you've already sent to hell, um, that they are already struggling mightily. I will be shocked if all of the big three make it out of this alive. But the automotive aftermarket industry, if these guys get their way, there will be nothing left but wheel companies, tire companies, uh, suspension, brakes. That's about it. What? For now. For now. If you think they're going to stop at that? No, the next thing they're going to do is look at suspension and go, well, this, this isn't within the guidelines of the new guidelines that we just made because we're the EPA and we can do that. Oh, and these wheels, no, you can no longer alter the aftermarket wheels. You need to run the wheels that have the sensors. What? Good point. You know who's going to be their culprit on that one? Stancy boys. They're yeah. going to look at Stancy boys and they're going to say that is dangerous. You can't drive that on the road. You yeah. got to be the reason that that happens. I, I had this discussion one time with a, a buddy of a wheel company, Scott from Koenig Wheels, and he was like, I mean, yeah, wheels are safe for now, for now, but like, they're not stopping. You know what I mean? Like, this is an absolute, like I said, a witch hunt. In my next paragraph, I said, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. They're attacking it. Like, that. that is straight up what they're attacking, and they're using the environment as this fabricated basis to take away your freedoms mm -hmm. like guys i don't care if it sounds dramatic we're losing our freedoms this is not freedom and while i believe this is still a free country it's not the direction that they're taking it here uh i mean it, it, it i said right here i said serious question are we too late to stop it because that's my fear is that the automotive aftermarket has kind of sat on their thumbs while we were in war and we didn't realize it. It's amazing that there's still no public outcry. I feel like other than us, no one's even talking about this for the most part. I mean, like road and track and those in car and driver and those guys were like write an occasional article, but everybody else seems to be just kind of like either jumping on board or else just being like, oh, everything's fine. Everything's great. Uh, I talked to, you know, I talked to so many people recently about how SEMA was and they all just gushed about how great it was and it was bigger than the year before. Not difficult to do. It was terrible the year before. Um, but everybody just seems to really have their head in the sand and not even really want to talk about this for some reason. Guys, they're coming for the industry. Like not only are they coming for it, they've damn near almost taken it. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the thing. They, they've attacked, they've waged war. And in our side has refused to admit that we were in at war. It's it's ridiculous. The biggest defender we have for our aftermarket culture is SEMA. And I think that SEMA behind the scenes is is really doing some stuff to try and fight this. But I think where SEMA really screwed up was that they thought if they played nice with the EPA that common sense would prevail. Well, surely 
they're not going to shut down all of our businesses. Yeah, the hell they are. Like that, that's exactly what they're going to do. And I think now in, in whatever this is, November of 2022, SEMA realizes that. But I think they did not realize it until it's potentially too late. And I think the automotive culture has sealed its own fate. I think the freaking endless self-promotion and influencing and constantly just being worried about your own media and your own shit, you know, like nobody's worried about the culture. We're seeing aftermarket companies, you know, they're playing this game. Oh, death or die, you got to do this, EV. I'm like, dude, you are missing the entire point. You're missing the, they're, they're, they're taking it from you and you're being, I don't, it's just, it, it, it drives me nuts how spineless this automotive aftermarket has been. I would have expected so much more from these car dudes that I grew up with that were badasses. And when it comes down to it, they're not. It's like you said, I feel like we're the only ones. We're not the only ones, but I feel like we're one of the only ones being vocal about this. I mean, every other media outlet is like too chicken shit to say it. They hint at it. They give you some facts, but they're not saying it. Yeah, because they're afraid that they're going to get, they're going to come for them too, because the cancer from our own government is real. The sad part is I can already basically look at this and tell you roughly how it's going to be played and how it's probably going to play out. They started with eBay because that that is a massive domino to fall. Next, they're going to go after probably the likes of Amazon and any other massive tech style online distribution company that sells this kind of stuff. And they're going to try to work out the same sweetheart deal. Then they're going to come in and they're going to squeeze out the small distributors, our buddies, you know, like Njuku Racing and Autry, our boy, and like all those smaller companies, they're going to come and squeeze them out next. But they're not even going to try to work out deals with them. They're just going to slap them with massive fines saying, oh, well, we looked at your records and you sold $100,000 worth of exhaust systems that didn't have catalytic converters on them. Here's your million dollar fine. You're out of business. Then they're going to do the same thing to the, to the manufacturers who are actually making the parts. They're basically going to say that what you're doing is technically unlawful and they're going to squeeze them out too. Um, all because somehow, how did the EPA even get this much power? When and how the hell did this even happen? I feel like they've been really, really quiet for like the previous six years. And then all of a sudden over the last two years, they came up out of the freaking woodwork. I know what happened. I, I, know. I, I don't, I don't want to get political, man. I really don't want to get political. You guys know what freaking happened. Um, and they're going to take the industry because of it. Yeah. And another thing that I need to look into a lot more, because because of this article and because of, of your like uh, TikTok video, like people have been kind of messaging me. It, I'm not, again, we need to look into this. I've had a couple people say, yo, check out these articles and stuff, because the EPA, in a lot of cases, cannot do what they're doing. Um, they come in and they they kind of bully you more or less but when it comes down to it i don't think that they can enforce the laws that they're trying to enforce now can you fight it you know what i mean can a, maybe ebay can but but you know can can an injuku fight it like at at what point you know what i mean like they're just coming in and, and like a tornado and ransacking everything and then yeah maybe a few survive here and there but there's not an industry left at that point you know um 
But that is something that we need to start looking into. It, the whole thing is, I, I had a guy from SEMA today saying, you also need to look into this, the, the CARB, which is an organization about clean air in California, just built like a $420 million facility using all this government money, plus $120 million that they stole from Volkswagen for the whole diesel gate thing. or so. it, It's absolutely it's, it's it's like you said at the beginning, this is mafia shit, man. They're just coming in and taking stuff and finding stuff and then and you pay or you shut down. It's 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 like I said, it's an absolute abuse of power. It has to be checked. I was talking about I mean, like it's, it, it's something that resembles an EPA should probably exist. Um, we should be mature enough as car enthusiasts to kind of say, okay, look, there's big companies out there, big corporations that have uh, a big environmental impact, and they should probably be regulated to make sure that they're on the up and up, right? That, but when you start targeting small niche businesses and you start targeting hobbyists and telling them that they can't pursue what makes them happy again the pursuit of happiness like that is an abuse of power that needs to be checked and this is during a day and age when we're supposed to be accepting of everything you know like and, and i'm not even asking for much i feel like i'm a pretty decent person i work my ass off i'm a good father i'm a good husband i pay all my bills on time all I want to do is on the weekends, I want to wrench on my internal combustion engine cars. I want to go racing every once in a while. I want to hang out with my car buddies. Realistically, I have three fun cars. Each one gets maybe 2,000 miles a year on it. That is not the problem, okay? You can blame it on my Tundra that I drive every day. Sure, I don't care about you getting on to me about that. You're probably right in that case. But my three fun cars go get fucked seriously get out of here it, it's it's that's the thing any sort of intelligence or common sense is out of this it's a witch hunt if you take an a vintage car and you swap a modern ls engine into it you're making it better on emissions you know what i mean you are improving the emissions of that vehicle mm. There are so many cases out there where, where this doesn't compute, but they don't care about that. They're not looking at the common sense or listening to it. Why? Because it's not about the planet. It's not about climate change. Mm -hmm. Their mission is to control and to shut up this rowdy little bunch that is getting in the way of the plan, which is the EV agenda. That's it. That's point blank. And that should piss all you guys off because you're, you're being silenced like a child. You damn sure not like somebody in a free country. Um, yeah. and, and where does that stop? Let's say they win the car battle. Why wouldn't they go to boats? Why wouldn't they say, your boat is recreational. You don't need it. And it's bad for the environment. You can't have it. You know what I mean? Like, And where do they stop with that? Like, Okay, so what are we gonna do? We're gonna all walk or ride bikes because all cars are bad for the environment? Well, guess what? Do you think God just poofed your sneakers into existence? No, there are missions that were created in, in putting together that 
that those sneakers and putting together that bike. There are raw materials, there are glues, there are factories, there are all sorts of stuff. The homes that the EPA agents sleep in, where do you think the lumber came from? Who took down the trees? Like it, it, all of this stuff generates emissions. None of us are above it. None of us. So oh. to, to, to come in and target a niche group of hobbyists is absolutely out of line. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> manufacturing is dirty, man. A lot of you, a lot of you listeners may not know this, but S3 is one of my two jobs. Uh, I have another job where my job is actually to go into factories, find their inefficiencies, explain them to the plant manager, show them how to fix them. So I'm in and out of factories all over the world constantly. Manufacturing is a dirty, dirty business. One of the dirtiest manufacturing I've ever seen revolves around these EVs, man. Oh my God. It is insanely dirty. It is not green at all. Um, and it, it, we're, we're literally going to kill two entire industries for that. And it's ridiculous. You know what pisses me off the most about this entire situation, though, is because of short-sighted thinking and just the way that the way of the world with social media taking over and Internet sales and stuff like that. We basically, not we, not me and you, but the automotive aftermarket industry gift gift wrapped itself, just wrapped itself up in a nice tight little ball and gave the whole thing to these tech companies instead of, you know, advertising and print media companies and advertising and, you know, on TV shows and stuff like that and doing traditional media and, you know, selling your products in, in brick and mortar stores and dealing with companies who are actually in the industry no we started funneling all of our money and all of our content and everything that we made to these nameless faceless tech companies like facebook and ebay and amazon and just everybody else and guess what they have all of our industry's money now and they don't like us like not even a little bit those guys want to drive Teslas or they want to be driven around in Ubers all day long. They don't want anything to do with our industry. They're the ones that want to see us gone. And we've given all of our money and all of our business modeling and everything to them all to save a few bucks and to get a few more sales because our industry is stupid and lazy. And I'm sorry to say that. I know I've got a lot of advertisers who listen to this program and you guys are probably gonna be pissed at me. Hear my words. I'm telling the truth. You guys are stupid and lazy and you screwed up. And now it's screwing us all. Well, and I know that we're biased because we come from magazines, but the fact of the matter is we're not wrong. Uh, we did sell out our brothers. We, we did not do business with our friends inside of this aftermarket to keep the aftermarket strong. We took the convenient, cheaper way out and, and gave basically the wealth of the aftermarket industry to big tech. That's what we did. It, yep. it killed all of the media inside of our own industry for the most part. Um, and I'm sure it killed a whole ton of other things that we're just not as in tune with because we're from the media side of it. But, um, you know, I know a lot of brick and mortar went out. You know, people started selling directly to customers. People started treating their Facebook page as, you know, their, their brick and mortar or whatever. Um, yeah, and Facebook and social media and all of these guys are uh, run by... Companies that don't want to see what we do exist anymore. 
And that would be the first person, you know, who's gonna be the first people to turn their back on you when they get a chance to take one of these sweetheart deals and throw you under the bus, any big tech company that you do business with. Any yeah. of them. I mean, and that's the thing. That's what the EPA is doing here, man. They're, <clears throat> they're killing American businesses. They're, they're squashing entrepreneurial spirits. They're making it needlessly difficult, if not impossible, for somebody to provide for their family with a legitimate automotive aftermarket business. They're taking that away. I mean, I know people that not only have started a business and provide for their families, but they've been able to hire people. Like the EPA doesn't give a shit about people. Like you can't care about the planet without caring about the people on it. But again, it's not about the planet and they don't care who they hurt and who they squash and who they displace in on their route. They just don't give a shit. And the thing is, car culture is not going to go away. I mean, I hate to tell you that, EPA, but like, we're not going to stop. You're just going to take good, law-obeying, probably patriotic citizens and turn them into fucking outlaws. This is going to go to prohibition-type levels. This is going to keep happening, only now it's not going to happen legally. There's going to be criminal activity around it. When people get pulled over, they're going to be forced to haul ass. Like, it, it, you know what I mean? There's just all sorts of bad news that that's going to start happening when you take something legitimate and you make it illegal like that. Stupid. And, and, and prohibition is a good example of what is happening here. Because let's think about that for a minute. Prohibition, the government decided to outlaw alcohol and made it to where it was impossible to get and people had to start moonshining and bootlegging and doing all this illegal super dangerous crap a lot of people died and guess what at the end of the day the government was wrong they were wrong about all of it because guess who's selling a shit ton of alcohol these days the united states of fucking america why because there's tax money in it and it's really not that bad the problem is you had a bunch of people who were really really staunch on whatever they believed in and they just decided to outlaw it and try to take advantage of a bad situation and a lot of people died over it and a lot of bad crap happened a lot of people went to jail over something that should have never been illegal same thing's happening here same thing i mean it's at risk of happening yeah it's just it's stupid man it's a stupid way to go but <clears throat> the EPA doesn't have that kind of foresight. They're 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 power drunk, dude. It's 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 insane what they're doing. Um, I don't know, man. That's pretty much all I got. And maybe some of you guys are gonna be like, well, eBay. Who the hell cares? I hadn't bought on eBay in years. It, it's not about that. It's you got to think about how many companies in the aftermarket kind of rely on eBay and or Amazon. Those are two very big distributors. So the EPA has realized, wait, wait, wait. It's like you mentioned earlier. We don't have to go after everybody. Let's just cut the legs out from this thing and it'll just die. You know what I mean? If you cut yeah. the roots, it will die. We don't have to fight everybody. So, I mean, I, I don't know how many aftermarket companies, how many of their business models pretty much revolve around something like an eBay or a, an Amazon. And now you're taking that away. They're going to have to retreat and go, holy crap, now how do we reach people? 
right? Because we don't have distributors because we got rid of those. We don't have brick and mortar. Our distributors don't have brick and mortar because the ones that we do have are just kids living in their parents' basement trying to push a couple things. Holy shit, how do we sell our products? And then all you have is like, I hope you got a good social media presence because it's all you got. Like, yep. that's why eBay is important. It's not whether or not you shop on eBay. And this isn't a new battle plan, guys. It should sound pretty familiar, to be honest. Break a piece of the supply chain and the rest of it will suffer until it eventually dies. Sounds like what happened with COVID, right? Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same game plan. They're literally going to break the supply chain and starve you out. That's the plan. It's not rocket science, but it is very freaking efficient. Um, and what sucks is, you know, I mean, it's one thing for us to sit here and talk about this. And if you're listening, you're getting mad. And that's great because that's, <clears throat> what, we, that's what we need to do right now. Like, all of us need to build the army, right? We need to educate and and make people aware that basically they're attacking our culture um <clears throat> the problem is and i got a bunch of these messages people going what can i do what can i do how do i fight it i don't know <laughs> i really this is something that we need to look into um i mean i think there's a couple things that the normal person can do just to get started first of all any of these companies taking these sweetheart deals like ebay stop buying from them stop just stop the best way that you can vote is to vote with your wallet stop doing business with companies that do not support what you're into second reach out to sema they're the only organization in this entire industry that has any type of political pull i don't really think they have much but they have some reach out to them that's that's about all i got yeah i mean like i said i've heard from people inside of sema that they're they're trying basically i think they realized that they were playing checkers and the epa was playing i don't know war <laughs> yes easy to play three-dimensional chess when you've got a freaking war chest in the back though yeah um so i don't I, yeah I, I, we'll look into that because i mean it's something that we're looking to also i i feel obviously driven to fight this um, and I think that we should all fight this before it does become like an actual fight because none of us want that. I mean, it sounds badass to be like, fuck yeah, man, we'll be outlaws. You're going to take our, but we don't want it to come to that mm. by any means. Um, we want to try and nip this in the bud before we really do become the bad guys that they're trying to make us be. It's just really frustrating. It's, it's frustrating when you're arguing with ignorance it's just like you know it's a frustrating situation especially when that ignorance has power you know you feel very helpless in this situation yeah but at the end of the day it's still mostly a free country and we need to try and and keep it that yeah i know i feel how long are we gonna say that you know like how long are we gonna say that guys how long are we gonna say land of the free Look at the evidence. Look at what's happening and, and save it while you can. I think that's kind of how I ended this thing. Hang on a second. Um, let me see. I said, uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, my advice to y'all is stop believing that this is about the planet and start realizing that this is about control and compliance. The sooner you realize that, the better. 
and the more likelihood that we have of actually beating this. Yep. So that's it. We're gonna keep looking into this. I mean, this is bigger than one article. This is yeah. This we'll, is one we'll be, article that's I'll, probably on a lot of them. Yeah, we'll we'll be talking about this for a while. This is gonna be a big story to watch because this is an industry changing story. And I think we've only seen the tip of the iceberg so far. I would not be surprised if the EPA has already made a bunch of other sweetheart deals and moves that we won't know about for month, months, but have already happened. Um, I mean, you saw it with eBay. This apparently happened, you know, like earlier this year, and they're basically just now being forced to comment on it. So, yeah, well, the news doesn't break. Who's going to yeah. come out like Cobb Tune and go, guess what, guys? Press release. We just totally buckled under the pressure of the EPA. No, like the news doesn't break until somebody figures it out. And that's kind of how this whole thing started is um, it was a road and track article. <clears throat> Let me make sure that's, yes, it was a road and track article. And I guess that they're on a Facebook page. Somebody that works there was on a Facebook page where somebody was going, hey, this is super weird. I went to list something and I was talking about this defeat, whatever act on the on the eBay page, and then that's where it kind of came from. They started investigating it. So, like, yeah, eBay didn't come out and celebrate this tremendous loss. It was basically like, hey, do you want to lose a part of your – the EBA comes in and goes, do you want to lose a part of your business, or you want us to just freaking take it? You know, like, it's stupid. Yeah, for so, sure. I don't care if you're left or you're right. I just hope that you like freedom and you're on that side. And I hope that maybe you realize that a small government is usually the best government. And, um, you know, with that, just try and uh, whatever, get yourself educated. Let us know what you guys find. We'll obviously let you guys know what we find. But um, this is a situation where we all got to kind of work on it together and, and fight it together in any way we can, wherever we are. That's it. That's all I got, man. Uh, if you guys have made it this far, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. If you want more, check out the S3 app. It's available uh, for download on all Apple products and Android. Check it out. We do a lot of new stuff there. We also do a lot of our podcasts, obviously. Um, we do a bunch of feature cars that are badass that we're kind of famous for. So, yeah, check it out. All right. See you guys. Good night.